Hey guys, it's Gabe from the Kids in the Pit podcast, and today we are interviewing Jeremy High Habert from the band Comeback Kids. This is episode three. Jeremy, I know I met you a few years ago, but I don't really remember. You gave me a guitar pick. Uh, I actually collect guitar picks now, but I lost yours, so I'm hoping you might give me another one at this Hardcore Fest next month, since I'm much more responsible at 10 than I was at 7. I think that's possible. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Mind if I ask you a few questions today? Absolutely. So where do you grow up? Where did you grow up and where do you live now? Well, I don't know how long of an answer you want, but I grew up in a few different spots. I was born in a town called Portage La Prairie in Manitoba, which is about, most people are familiar with Winnipeg, which is the biggest city in our province, but uh, probably not the smaller towns and cities. But anyways, it's about an hour outside of Winnipeg and moved around to a lot of small towns. I lived in Central America in a tiny country called Belize for two years as well, which is where I was from 10, when I was 10 years old to about 12. Then we moved back to Canada. So spent most of my time in Canada, but a little bit in the South. So you live in Canada? I do. Winnipeg, Canada has been my home for the last almost 30 years now. That is cool. So I'm really into geography right now. So it's cool that you're from Canada. Are there very many punk or hardcore bands in Canada? And what is your favorite? Yeah, there's a decent amount uh, coast to coast. Um, my favorite is pretty easy because they're also from my hometown. They're a band called Propagandi. Um, I know your dad's a big fan. I'm not sure if your mom is, but uh, yeah, they 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 definitely uh, are big in the punk and probably into the in in the hardcore circles too. They're one of the bands that one of the Canadian bands that did did well outside of Canada as well. Like I'm. I'm sure they're big in the U.S. and Europe and all over. So, yeah. Yeah, my mom's into propaganda. Uh, also, um, so I've heard that my dad went on tour uh, with you guys, and it was the same uh, day as propaganda played, and you guys uh, went over there for just like, I don't know, a minute, and then you had to get back. That could be. I can't remember that day specifically because uh, we play a lot of shows in my – my hard drive is is really plugged up these days because I'm 46 years old now. But uh, I, I I I bet that happened, and I'd probably need a few more things to jog my memory. <laughs> well, I don't. Oh, it was one show in Philly, not a tour. Oh, okay. Um, also, um, I know that. Um, well, I don't know if it was you that brought him to the show. It could have been anyone in uh, Comeback Kid, or it could have been all of you. I don't really remember the details that he said it's starting to come back to me now i think yeah they played the union transfer or something like that it was probably walking distance from the venue that we played i think i think i might have the details right in my brain now but i'm still not 100 (laughs) percent. so for those not familiar with comeback kid what song or album should they look up well that's a that's a good question that could have so many different answers um well i think our biggest record our most well-known record and song are wake the dead which is on the album wake the dead so that would be the most popular um in my biased opinion i think our last record is our best um but i think anybody that's familiar with all of our records 
um, would probably give you a different answer based on when they got into the band. One of my experiences is a lot of people get really attached to the first record or two that they, they hear from a band. And so the later ones, they might like them, but they aren't quite as special as the first ones. So I think for a lot of, lot, lot of fans would probably say Wake the Dead, but my biased opinion would be our last one, which is called Heavy Steps. Yeah, I've heard uh, Wake the Dead and I like it. Um, so I accidentally uh, uh, skipped one of the questions, so I'm going to say that. It's all good. Uh, what bands have you been in and what do you do in them? I play guitar in every band I'm in because I can't play drums and I'm not a very good singer. So uh, yeah, Comeback Kid's been uh, the main band for the last bit over 20 years, I guess. And uh, another band that uh, I've been in and will be playing a show, which we haven't done in years, is called Figure Four. So we're going to be doing a show at Furnace. I'm not sure when this podcast comes out, but we're doing Furnace Fest, which is in September. And we haven't played in many years, so we have a lot of practicing ahead of us. And outside of that, I've played in mostly local bands that uh, were in Winnipeg that nobody would know. One band that maybe some obscure old hardcore fans would know would be Officer Down, but they'd have to dig really deep to find that. We were on uh, Goodfellow Records way back in the day. Oh, I will be at Furnace Fest. Um, that is cool. Yeah, so that's gonna be fun. I hope that so. my kid's gonna be there too. Uh, if everything goes to plan he's six years old so you might have to show him the ropes how to sing along stage dive and all that fun stuff <laughs> so what bands influenced you the most as a guitar player um that's a good question uh if i go way way back into my into my teenage years um you know there are a few metal bands that uh influenced me for sure uh to get started even though it doesn't necessarily their bands don't sound like my bands do now, but a band, one band that I would pick would be Tourniquet. Um, they were a huge influence on me in the early 90s. I was a big fan of their first three records. Um, a little later on, um, I don't know, watching a band like Hatebreed, um, the, the, the two guitar players at the time, they're not in the band anymore, one had passed away, but uh, Boulder and Sean from Hatebreed were two guitar players, just their playing style and you know how they, how they looked on stage. Um, and just the simplicity of what they were doing was uh, very attractive. So I, I looked and listened. Um, yeah, th th that, that would be a handful of guitar players that definitely had an influence on me. So uh, since you're playing at this Hardcore Fest, doesn't that mean uh, you'll be um, doing a festival with Hatebreed? Uh, I'm not sure if we're playing the same day as Hatebreed. I think we're on different days. I'm not 100% on that. Oh. Um, and if they are on a different day, I will have to miss them because we're going to be on tour. We're going to be playing uh, the day before, I think, in Cleveland and the day after in New York City. So it's one of those things where, unfortunately, can't see all the bands on the fest, only the ones that are playing the same day as us. Oh. I'm going to be at um, this hardcore fest. So you're doing the whole fest? Yep. All three that days. Cool. So what was your first concert and how old were you? Well, just to give you a little background on how I grew up, I grew up in a very strict religious home. So I wasn't allowed to go out to concerts really until I got a little older. So I think I was 15 or 16 and it was a religious band, of course, playing at a Bible school, of course. Um, and they were called Life Forever. <laughs> oh. I, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think there would be any, uh, like it was in Canada, but they were an American band. I'm not sure where they were from, but I just remember there was an event 
and I was able to convince my parents to go. So you grew up in a very different house than I did. You're lucky to go to all these concerts. So what is your favorite place you've toured in and why? Well, that is another one where I'd have probably two different answers for you. So as far as like touring and seeing the countryside, I'd have to say one of my favorite places would be New Zealand, just because I love the geography there. I love the topography there. Um, I just love being there. It's a really cool little country. Um, as far as the shows, um, different places in Europe are probably um, where we have some of our best shows. Um, we're one of those bands that has put a lot of, a lot of time into, into Europe. And so we've been going there for almost 20 years. I think next year would be 20 years since our first tour there. So, you know, we've done a lot of club shows and just had a, a fan base that has stuck with us, which is kind of hard to do when you're a band for as long as we are, but there's still some old heads that still come out and younger people too. And then we've also been lucky enough to get on a lot of the big festivals, um, which we're starting to in North America now as well. But in Europe, uh, we were able to get into some of those festivals. So it's just fun to be able to play great shows that are small and great shows that are at huge festivals too. Yeah, New Zealand is really cool. Um, so does that mean uh, most of your shows are in different countries? Because... Um, yeah, they are. Uh, um, like we do a fair amount of playing in our home country of Canada, but... Um, we, I, I think I, I wrote it down on, on, uh, on my phone in my notes, and I think we've played over 50 countries now. So we've done a lot in, uh, in Europe, uh, Asia, Australia, New Zealand, South America, Central America. So we've been, we've been very fortunate to be able to get that around. really cool. So that means you've been to around a, a quarter of every single country. I think so. Something like that. That is amazing. We're hoping to add a few more. That'd be so. Win. <laughs> so, if you could tell your ten-year-old self anything at all, what would you tell him? Hmm. I think basically that whenever you sort of have a dream that you want to accomplish in life, sometimes it does become too difficult to get there. But a lot of times, the most important thing is just to stay focused and keep, keep, keep dreaming big, because sometimes those things can, can happen if you want to put the work in. Um, I know when I was a kid, I definitely had an ear for the guitar, but I wasn't aware of what was all going on yet. And uh, I, I, I was aware of you know bands playing and stuff like that, but like I said, I lived in a pretty sheltered home. Uh, but I think the, the dream was still there to be able to do what I'm doing now. And uh, yeah, basically just stay focused on uh, what, you, what you want to do in life. Um, it's easier as you get older to kind of lose sight of that. But sometimes those 10-year-old dreams do come true. Oh, cool. So I play, um, I'm starting to play guitar. Uh, I have an Ibanez. It's spelled I-B. Ibanez? Yeah. Yeah. That was my first guitar too. Oh, cool. Um, so what is your, uh, no, uh, now for some sillier questions, pickles or apples? Pickles or apples? Ah, oh, man. Ah, oh boy. That's a tough one. Cause I love both. There's a time and place, but if I, is this, if I could only have one for the rest of my life or what yeah. kind of, yeah. 
probably apples, even though I love extra pickles on my veggie burgers. Yeah, but pickles are amazing. Apples. I'll I go with them. apples. I'd go with pickles. Um, <laughs> so what is your favorite board game? Favorite board game? I haven't played too much, uh, too many board games lately, but I'm starting to get into them now again that uh, my six-year-old is really getting into board games. He's big into chess, so I've been starting to play chess again. Um, when I was a kid, though, I think my favorite board game was probably Monopoly, though. Uh, Monopoly uh, and is one of my favorites, and also this game, Ticket to Ride. Have you heard of it? I am not familiar with that one. That might, that might get, uh, get requested in my house, though. Who knows? So there's, like, different versions. There are, like, there's different countries. One of them is America, and you have to, like, um, lay down trains and... You, you get points and the person with the most points wins it's really oh, cool. cool so there's a little bit of geography involved yeah and that's probably why i like it a lot it would probably be up my alley too so anything you want to add to our conversation today well i i mean i guess we go way back don't we i think i knew you before you were even uh, able to talk so uh i think this is kind of cool that you're doing a podcast now because your mom used to tour with us as i'm sure she told you Yep. And, uh, you know, we've stayed at your house a few times and I still remember, I think you were probably around 10 or 11 months the first time I met you. So I think this is, this is pretty cool that you're getting into this whole world of podcasting with music and all that. And I'm sure she's uh, pretty stoked that your uh, interests are similar to hers now. <laughs> uh so thanks, Jeremy, for chatting with me. I'm excited to see Comeback Kid play at this Hardcore Fest in a few weeks. And looking forward to meeting you again when I'm old enough to actually remember it. Thanks, everyone, cool. for tuning into episode three. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or follow me on Spotify. And I have an Instagram now, so just search Kids in the Pit podcast to find it. See you next week. Take care.